Hello, good friend. Thank you so much for joining me once again on the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. I'm excited to dive in once again for the last time right now, Ephesians chapter number 6. We are looking at discipleship study number 14. We're talking about the armor of God, and I'm excited to share this study with you. We're going to look at the individual pieces of armor in just a moment. Before I do, I'd like to thank you. Your support, your prayers, the undergirding and the foundation of this ministry is people just like you. Let me tell you how far we would have gotten this year if this entire ministry was based off of Micah McCurry. I'm not sure if we would have gotten past January 2nd. And yet, here we are, by God's grace, pushing towards the end of the year with vim and vigor. We are zealous about the work of God, and it's people like you that encourage us, that keep us pushing forward, and I'd like to thank you for that. Now, turn in your Bibles, if you would. Ephesians chapter number 6, join me there for just a moment. We're going to talk about the belt piece of the armor of God. Ephesians 6, verse number 14 says this, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. We're starting with the belt because the girdle or the belt tied all of the other pieces of the armor together. It kept the robe from getting tangled up. The meaning of, of truth, the loins girt about with truth, that word there, it's sincerity transparency, its realness, to use a word, a buzzword, but a true word from this day and age, its authenticity. The scripture mentions the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. And Jesus said, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. In John 8, verse number 32, realness or sincerity, authenticity, transparency sets us free from being a fake it frees us from the fear of man or peer pressure. I don't know if you know this or not. I'm sure you do. God hates hypocrisy. The word hypocrite means actor or one who wears a mask. The first piece of armor, it's sincerity. It's transparency. It's truth. Being real keeps you from so many attacks of the enemy. Live a godly life. Live a true life. Forget, forget about impressing anyone. Be yourself. Let's continue. Ephesians 6, verse number 14. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. The root word of righteousness, if you just look at those first, what is it, five letters, the word right. Wouldn't you say that the breastplate seems like a pretty important piece of the armor that you should put on. I'd say so. The breastplate guarded the most vital organ. What is that? The heart. Right living guards our heart from wrong emotions and temptations. The habit of right living, it's a defense against wrong. We are to be militant. I don't mean hateful. I don't mean offensive. But we are to be militant, zealous of good works. We should be militant about this idea of righteousness. Proverbs 4.23 says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. That word keep, it means to guard. Guard your heart with the breastplate of righteousness. Look at 
the next verse. Ephesians chapter number 6, verse number 15. Let's look at the shoes that we should be putting on. The Bible says, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. A wise general looks after his soldiers' shoes. If they wear out, the troops cannot travel. They can't go anywhere. What's the point of an army if it's stuck in one place? The roads, the roads of the world, of life, man, oh man, they're rough. Wouldn't you agree? Life knocks you down. It trips you up. There's stumbling blocks everywhere. You need good shoes. Ephesians 6.15 says, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I hope, I truly desire that footprints of peace follow me everywhere I go. That's the type of Christian soldier I want to be. I want footprints of peace to be left as my legacy. Matthew 5, 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Romans ten fifteen, And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful. Think of that word. Here's what the Bible says about your feet, the potential of your feet. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. How beautiful are your feet? The Bible says your feet are beautiful if you preach the gospel of peace. We should be leaving peace wherever we go and bring peace between God and man as we witness. We shouldn't be constantly stirring up strife and causing problems. The Bible also says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I'm thankful that we serve a God of that type of peace. Prayer keeps our mind at peace. Prayer keeps our footing firm. God gave us feet so that we could spread the gospel. Let's use them for him. Let's look at the shield of faith next. Ephesians 6, 16. The next verse, above all. Whoa, that, that's, that's a big deal. He just said, God just said, through the writings of the words of Paul, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. I'd like you to think about this. When you think of a shield, don't think of just a round little dinner plate size thing. Don't even think of something as big around as a saucer. No, no. In Bible times, the shield that came immediately, the type of shield that came to Paul's mind was a massive Roman shield, almost as big as a door. It protected the entire body. They could even be hooked onto other shields side by side to form a wall. What a great picture of the way the church should be a conglomeration, an amalgamation of people from different backgrounds, different experiences, all coming together under the banner of Jesus Christ, hooking their shields together, standing for truth and righteousness and peace and linking arms for the cause of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the shield of faith. Some would even pour water on their shields to help quench those fiery darts. In the Old Testament, God told Abraham that he, meaning God, would be his, Abraham's, shield and strength. Man, I want God to be my shield and strength. Our shield of faith often comes from Bible reading. Here's what Romans 10.17 says, So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. What are you hearing, though, may I ask, friend? What are you pumping into your life? 
Where do you spend your attention, your investment of time? Well, right now, I greatly appreciate the fact that you're listening to this Bible-based broadcast, Bible Tracked Echoes. But let me ask your friend, where do you spend the other 23 and a half hours of a day? Do you spend it shining your shield of faith and brandishing it against the fiery darts of the wicked? Faith, it entices us to claim God's promises. It helps us grow. It protects us from heresy. Faith is believing God's word to the point of being willing to put it to the test. That's the shield of faith. Let's look at Ephesians 6.17. And take the helmet of salvation. The helmet, an elaborately designed piece of armor, beautiful. It's a picture. It's a picture of the assurance of salvation. A Christian who has doubts about whether he is saved or not, he can't win many battles for God. When your head is in full display and open to enemy attacks, you are in a precarious situation. That helmet, what does it do? It guards the mind. The Bible says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Let's round out the list with the tail end of Ephesians 6.17, the sword of the Spirit. The Bible says, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. This is the Holy Spirit weapon in our own hand. It's the same weapon. Get this, friend. It's the same weapon that Jesus himself used against the devil in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. What he constantly said, what Jesus himself said, and what we should echo, he told the devil to his face, it is written. He quoted the Bible to him. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. The sword, that sword of the Spirit, it's for close confrontations. After the arrows had been shot, the spears had been thrown, when the two battle lines crashed together, their shields bucked up against each other, then the sword was put to the test. Hebrews 4.12 You should commit this verse to memory for the word of God is quick. It's powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Carry that sword, the sword of the spirit, the word of God, wherever you go. Do not be caught without your weapon. Let's point this out now. Let's get applicable. Let's get down to brass tacks. You, Christian friend, should dress for warfare every morning. As a soldier dresses for battle so that he's not caught unawares, the Christian should put on his armor each morning. Here are some reminders that may be helpful. As you girt your loins with truth, with that belt, as you put your belt on in the morning, ask God to make you sincere Ask him to help you not be a hypocrite. Determine in your heart to be truthful, to be transparent with yourself and with others. Don't, don't put a, a, a front on a facade. That breastplate of righteousness, 
As you put your shirt or your blouse on for the day, determine to live right. Ask God to help you in areas of weakness. Guard your heart for the entire day. Watch your emotions. Love the Lord with all your heart and tell him so. Your feet shod. As you put your shoes on, ask God to make you a peacemaker. Leave peace everywhere you go. Don't start fires. Don't cause problems. Don't cause and produce drama. Leave peace. Ask God to give you power as you look for opportunities to witness for Christ so you can have beautiful feet, as the Bible says. How about the shield of truth? I think you should have your Bible with you everywhere you go. Maybe even just a small New Testament or put a Bible app on your phone. The helmet of salvation as you comb your hair, reminisce about the day you were saved. And before you leave the house for the day, remember, you are a soldier. Join us tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.